You are listening to Seattle Growth Podcast, available free on iTunes. I'm excited to see the continuous evolution of technology within sports because if I think back, you know, when I retired from sports 20 years ago, you know, technology was a part of it, but you know, the coach was rewinding the VCR tape, right? It is evident that Seattle sports are thriving. Look no further than the Seahawks selling out every game since 2003. It is also evident that Seattle tech is thriving. Look no further than the cranes dotting the skyline as major tech companies like Amazon, Facebook, and Google expand their Seattle offices. But did you know that sports tech is also thriving in the region? I had an opportunity to visit the GeekWire Sports Tech Summit, and I am pleased to bring you a special episode of Seattle Growth Podcast about a burgeoning industry with potential to further drive growth in the city. Today's episode features four extended interviews with individuals uniquely involved in Seattle's sports tech. You will learn about what is driving the sports tech industry in Seattle from Taylor Soper, the sports tech writer for GeekWire. As of late, we've really seen a crazy amount of technology from hardware to software to machine learning to AI really change the games that we like to watch and play. Also in this episode, former NHL hockey player turned tech entrepreneur Todd Humphrey shares what Seattleites can expect from local sports tech companies in the future. I'm excited to watch it. As much as I'm excited for an NHL team here, I'm excited to see you know sports tech and the evolution of that in our, in our city. You will also hear from one of the people driving the population growth in Seattle, Jeremiah Mothersell. He shares why he moved here from Arizona without a job in hand and what it is like to come here and work at a sports tech company in Seattle. Now that I'm a part of that, it feels like I am on the cutting edge of something really special, and I don't feel I could be be able to get that anywhere else except for maybe San Francisco or, or New York. To conclude the episode, you will hear from Eliav Cohen, an unlikely story of how a local tech company is incidentally revolutionizing a worldwide sport. And I was randomly in downtown Seattle. I was getting some ice cream at Kurt. And all of a sudden I saw a sign that said Glimpse, and I just walked in their office. I just said, it's literally the greatest product I've ever had. It's made all the difference for me. I am Jeff Shulman, a professor at the University of Washington's Foster School of Business and host of Seattle Growth Podcast. The second season of Seattle Growth Podcast explored what a return of the NBA franchise Seattle Supersonics would mean to our city. I had the honor of bringing you interviews with former NBA players and owners. I also talked to almost everyone involved in the current arena discussion, including Chris Hansen, Lance Lopes of Oakview Group, port leaders, city leaders, and more. And in the most recent episode, I got the scoop on the city's process from city council member Rob Johnson. You know, the Soto process uh, is much further along. The um, conversations that we were having with the Soto folks early on in the decade have them in a position where uh, they don't just have plans, but for all intents and purposes, without the uh, alley vacation vote, they're shovel ready. They've already done all of their environmental work. They've already done all their transportation impact analysis. They've already done their strong architectural designs and their engineering scope. Um, they're much further along in the process than the key arena proposal. I also heard an alternative idea for the future of Seattle Center's key arena from developer Sam Farazano. Create kind of a um, an arts enclave in the spirit of like a Pike Place Market. You know, local people who are creating stuff on site, doing it there, um, and all in this, the same kind of vein of being able to experience the arts in the place that they're made. In the upcoming season three of Seattle Growth Podcast, 
I'll zoom out to more general questions about the transformation of our city. You will learn how much Seattle is changing, what is driving these changes, and how your fellow community members are reacting to the changes around them. And today's episode fits perfectly in the middle of the two seasons, where you get to hear about the sports and the tech. To understand the latest of what is happening in Seattle's sports tech scene, join me as I sit down with sports tech reporter for GeekWire, Taylor Soper. I am here at the GeekWire Sports Tech Summit with Taylor Soper. Taylor, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. It's fun. Second annual GeekWire Sports Tech Summit. I'm really excited. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, so I uh, grew up in Portland, go Blazers, uh, but I went to the University of Washington for uh, for college, go Huskies, and I wanted to be a sports reporter the entire time I was there. I worked for the Daily, the student newspaper. When I graduated, didn't get the job I wanted, and I landed at GeekWire, and GeekWire was only a year old at that point, and I... Uh, tried technology reporting and uh but i still wanted to scratch that sports fandom that i had and sports writing that i had been doing and so you know my first few sports tech articles were uh social media explodes after seahawks you know beat the packers uh you know i would kind of just it was kind of not, not a joke but just i wanted to write about sports so i figured out a way to get it in there you know and as we started doing that we started writing more and more about how tech was impacting sports um, and eventually we realized, hey, this is actually a, a vertical, and this is actually something that people care about. A lot of passion here, passionate sports fans, passionate techies. Um, and so we continued writing about it, and now I'm writing every day about it. We launched the first Sports Tech Summit to kind of cover this scene. Um, we're doing it again this year, and uh, yeah, now I'm a sports tech reporter. You know, Who would have thought? So tell me why a sports tech summit here in Seattle? So a couple years ago, we saw technology really impacting the sports industry, and you know, tech has always impacted sports, you know, from the radio to the TV to the yellow first down line that we see on, on football games. But as of late, we've really seen a crazy amount of technology from hardware to software to machine learning to AI really change the games that we like to watch and play. Um, and so last year, you know, we decided to have, throw an event, the sports, the first Sports Tech Summit. We had folks like Steve Ballmer, former Microsoft CEO who now owns the Clippers, to Doug Baldwin, the receiver on the Seahawks, to Don Garber, who runs the MLS. And everyone was there just to talk about this intersection and, and learn how tech is impacting sport and you know try to figure out what's coming down the line as well so uh, we've got the second one coming up tomorrow and we're at the welcome party here at the sounders match and the sounders are one of the partners as well as Iger marketing that helps us uh, put on this event and so we're really excited to do it again and what is going on in seattle in the world of sports tech in your view yeah quite a bit you know um there there's a handful of startups here uh you know namely vices is probably one you've heard of there they've created this new really high-tech football helmet that's uh, going to be tested in the NFL this year as well as the NCAA. Um, all the way up to the big companies, Microsoft, Amazon. Uh, Microsoft has you know, signed a huge deal with the NFL a few years ago. You've probably seen a Surface tablet on the sidelines. Uh, Amazon just you know, did the $50 million contract to stream Thursday Night Football. So we're seeing up and down the line, big and small companies really get involved in sports. Um, and of course, you've got the teams here as well, the Mariners, the Sounders. Um, the Sounders are one of the leading, uh, I would say, teams in terms of using sports science to really drive decision making in terms of performance. So a lot happening in Seattle. And I'm excited to see where it goes. And where does Seattle lie in the world of sports tech? Uh, who's who's number one, really? That's so hard. You know, I think the idea of sports technology in this industry it's still very young, so it's hard to say this city is the number one sports tech city. Uh, of course, you know, places like LA and San Francisco and New York have just more density in terms of more teams, so um, that might help. But Seattle has this unique combination of. Uh, a really, really cool, unique sports town, but also the tech companies, too. Uh, a good example of this is the Seattle Mariners just uh, rolled out Ale Amazon Alexa, the Echoes, in the suites. Um, you know, that partnership probably wouldn't have happened if both you know, the Mariners and Amazon weren't right next to our neighbors. So we are seeing some really cool synergy happen. And I think that's, you know, 
you know, similar to the GeekWire Sports Tech Summit, you know, we're partnering with the Sounders on this, and uh, yeah, so it's really cool. A lot, a lot of connections being made, and right here as well in this in this networking thing. And, and can we expect more jobs here in Seattle to be coming from the sports tech industry? I think so. I think uh, whether it's you know with one of these teams. Uh, or a startup, or you know, Vices, for example, has started. They're, none of those guys are sports guys. Um, the CEO, the, the CTO, the, the the chief medical officer, all those guys are. They come from the medical world, um, and so we're seeing people coming from different professions, uh, creating new products and services that are impacting the sports industry um, that you might not have predicted. So, um, you know, and Seattle's right up there with all the, all the other cities as well. And what do you see of the future of Seattle, uh, the sports tech scene here? Uh, I see a lot of big things happening, you know, especially if you talk about the NBA and NHL coming here, uh, which, you know, I think one day will, will happen. We'll see probably the NHL first and then maybe the NBA will follow and come back. Uh, but once you got those big teams here, that means you've got the Mariners, the Sounders, the Huskies, the Cougars, and then you throw in the NBA and NHL as well as the Storm and the Rain. Uh, you've got a, a really core nucleus of, of sports uh, teams here. Uh, and that means those teams will need to be using technology. Um, and so why not go in your backyard and get, get folks right in your backyard that can develop products and services for you. So uh, I'm excited. I think this is just the very beginning of uh, Seattle and sports tech, and uh, hopefully we'll be doing this sports tech summit for years to come. Seattle's got a thriving tech scene, and you've got a front row seat working as a reporter for GeekWire. Where does sports tech fall within the realm of other forms of technology thriving here in the city? You know, I wouldn't say sports tech is like the number one thing when we look at technology in Seattle, but it's definitely getting up there. Uh, like I mentioned, Amazon and Microsoft are really starting to get in there. Uh, you got companies like Tableau, uh, the data visualization company that's really getting involved with a lot of professional teams in terms of how they're looking at their data and analyzing it. Um, so it's definitely up there. You know, Seattle is uh, will always be known for software and uh, now as of late cloud computing and, and different technologies like that. But sports is, is right up there. And, and as I mentioned earlier, you know, when you get an NBA and the NHL to come here, um, that's going to only con make make the scene continue to expand. So I think this is very early days, but we're going to it's only going to go up from here. Any concluding thoughts on Seattle's growth of the sports tech industry? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of parallels with just Seattle's growth as a technology city in general. I mean, uh, many people, you know, of course, it started with Microsoft and companies like Amazon. But as of late, uh, you know, we've become kind of the cloud capital of the world, uh, you know, with Amazon, Amazon Web Services, all the way down to little startups powering the cloud, which is a key part of the tech industry. So um, Seattle's a tech city is going to continue to grow. Seattle's a sports city, I think, is going to continue to grow. And we're going to see a lot of crossover happening right there. Um, and it's happening not just in Seattle, but all over the world as well. But I think Seattle will be one of the leading cities, I think, that uh, will pave the way for, for new technologies that are impacting sport. Taylor, thank you very much for joining me today. I appreciate your time and perspective. Thanks for having me. Still to come on this episode of Seattle Growth Podcast is an interview with NHL player turned entrepreneur, Todd Humphrey. He is the co-founder of League, a digital health, wellness, and lifestyle benefits platform that was a major sponsor of GeekWire's Sports Tech Summit. But first, I want to take a moment to thank all of you and all of the listeners who joined me on the journey of the second season of Seattle Growth Podcast. Your enthusiasm for the podcast was incredible. And with your support, I had an opportunity to join Aaron Levine live on Cue It Up Sports. I also got a chance to discuss the arena situation on the radio with Dave Softy Mahler and Kevin Shockey on KJR Sports Radio, Tom Glasgow on Como Radio, and Todd Bishop and Taylor Soper on GeekWire Radio. Many thanks to all of them for inviting me on their shows. And if you are interested in hearing or seeing my appearances, check out seattlegrowthpodcast.com 
slash media. Now, join me as I sit down with Todd Humphrey, co-founder of League. I'm here at the GeekWire Sports Tech Summit with Todd Humphrey. Todd, thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Uh, why don't you start by telling me a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so as you will hear through this podcast, I am born and raised in uh, in Toronto, in Canada. So you'll hear the A's and the out and abouts. Um, been in Seattle about 16 years, former professional hockey player, and now uh, the co-founder of a company called League, which is in the health insurance and benefits space. So have more from a hockey player to an entrepreneur. And tell me a little bit about your company. You know, we're looking to uh, reinvigorate and reinvent the health insurance and benefits um, industry. If you talk to most people, um, they either despise their health insurance or the experience they have or both. Um, so we're really trying to bring the health insurance and benefits into the 21st century. So digital, um, more consumer access, more consumer control over your dollars, um, and just giving a much better consu- you know, consumer experience in a, in a really kind of an archaic industry. And how'd you get started in that? You know, we uh, we sold a previous company uh, about four years ago, um, started to look at where opportunities existed for technology to have an impact, um, looked at healthcare, looked at wellness, and then really zeroed in on, listen, most people want more wellness, don't have the dollars for it. How can we affect that? Um, and where does technology play a role? And suddenly, you know, we're, we're in the insurance game. And did your time as a professional hockey player shape uh, your business success? You know, I think what it did is, um, you know, any t- any athlete, whether you're a professional or at any certain level, you're competitive, right? And one thing that we look for as we hire people, and certainly I am as an entrepreneur, is um, super competitive, want to win. Um, you know, if you know losing is not an option, and so with that, I think you know my hockey career, um, you know, sort of guided me towards what is a situation as a as a post hockey career that's going to allow me to compete every day and have a winning or losing situation. Situation, hopefully more on the win side. So we're here at the GeekWire Sports Tech Summit. What are you seeing in sports tech and why are you involved with this, uh, the company of yours? You, you know, I think for, for us, you know, we love the GeekWire team, number one. Secondly, you know, sports and technology, two of my favorite things. You know, lifelong athlete, lifelong, um, you know, uh, admirer of sports, a fan of sports. Now, being a tech entrepreneur, it's, you know, best of all worlds for me here. Um, so we're here because we really, you know, we believe in this community that these guys have built. I'm excited to see the continuous evolution of technology within sports because if I think back, you know, when I retired from sports 20 years ago, you know, technology was a part of it. But, you know, the coach was rewinding the VCR tape, right? Um, so it's evolved so much. And I think that, you know, our involvement here is we're a tech company that plays in the health and wellness space. Um, so it's kind of a natural fit for us. And what do you see as the sports tech scene? How would you rate it or how would you describe it to somebody who maybe hadn't thought about it before? I was really excited to see these guys launch this event last year. You know, sports technology in Seattle. We've got, got a great sports culture, um, clearly have a great technology culture. What you're starting to see are tech companies that are being formed in the sports world. There's a, you know, a football helmet company here called Vices. You know, you think about that kind of company coming out of Seattle. I think they, you know, I think they're doing amazing things with technology into sports. Um, and so I, I just think we've got a huge opportunity to, to see the intersection of two very important things in this city's culture. And do you think sports tech is going to further drive the growth of uh, our economy and our population? 
you know, I, I certainly think it has an opportunity to, if you look at where, in my mind, where the that growth is coming from, you know, certainly Amazon, some of the other tech companies, you got the tableaus of the world. Um, so tech is driving a, a massive amount of growth in the city. I think we're going to find one or two massive tech sports companies coming out of this city. And from there, you know, other things fall out, other entrepreneurs are born. Um, so yeah, no, I think it's got a really unique opportunity here. And I think possibly more so here than anywhere else, just given who lives here, what the interest is, what the culture is. And what are the biggest challenges uh, that Seattle creates for the sports tech industry? The biggest challenges? Um, Honestly, I think just finding the right people to build these companies. Um, I think one of the challenges here is people who have a great idea. Getting funded in this city can be a challenge from a capital raise perspective. I'd love to see more capital get raised here locally rather than everybody trudging down to the Valley or to New York. So all of that to say, I think that there's an amazing number of entrepreneurs here with great ideas. We need to continue to support those folks, uh, men and especially women too. Um, and, you know, really, really show them that this is, a, this is the place where growth can happen and great things can be born. And what do you think, uh, people who are not involved in sports tech, do you see any effects of this rise of the sports, Seattle sports tech scene on their lives? You know, I think if you're not directly involved in sports, I think one thing you're going to see is, you know, unique things being born whether they are, you know, um, hey, let, let's go random here, right? Like electric bikes, things that could affect the average person um, who, aver and by average, I mean the person who's not knee-deep in sports every day. So I think there are unique advances, whether it's in shoe technology, it could be in treadmills, it could be, like I said, in bikes, it could be in heart monitors, it could be in things like Fitbit. I think there's different layers of involvement, and I think that, you know, some of that can be born here. And I think that um, it's going to be an exciting, exciting evolution. Any concluding thoughts on the future of sports tech here in Seattle? You know, I, I think it's just sort of one of those, you know, watch, watch out and get ready. Um, I think there's going to, like I've said, there's going to be a lot of interesting things being born. I think we have got amazing big company entrepreneurs here, the Jeff Bezoses and the, and the Bill Gates. I think, and I won't be surprised, you got companies like Under Armour. Think about Under Armour as a brand now. You know, he was a lacrosse player at Maryland 20 years ago. Right now he's got this international Nike-like brand. I think we're going to see brands, whether it's Vices or other companies like that, they get born out of here. So I'm, I'm excited to watch it. As much as I'm excited for an NHL team here, I'm excited to see, you know, sports tech and the evolution of that in our, in our city. Todd, thank you very much for joining me. I appreciate your time and perspective today. Thank no, you. Thanks very much. To hear a story of what it is like to move to Seattle and become a part of the sports tech scene here, Join me as I sit down with Jeremiah Mothersell. I am here at the GeekWire Sports Tech Summit with Jeremiah Mothersell. Jeremiah, thank you for joining me today. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, I am originally from upstate New York, and uh, after graduating from the Rochester Institute of Technology, I moved out to Arizona with my girlfriend, and I worked in higher education there uh, in marketing. And then about two years ago, uh, we moved up here because my girlfriend is into SEO, and I'm also into marketing. And this is like uh, a haven for, for that industry. And so we came up here because we pretty much hit the peak in the industry in Phoenix. And uh, she's working for Porsche now, and I'm working for Aqualon. And did you come here for the job or uh, come here without a job and got one once you were here? Came here without a job. That's the way we did it twice. And what made you think that Seattle would be a place that you could move to and get a job that you'd be happy in? 
Well, it's just, it seems like a tech center. I mean, you got New York City, San Francisco, and Seattle. That's what everybody talks about when they talk about the tech industry in the United States. Uh, San Francisco is a little bit too tight. New York City is way too big, so that leaves Seattle for me. How has Seattle performed relative to the expectations that you had moving here? Uh, it's performed very well in the marketing aspect. I was hoping for a little bit more of a music scene because uh, I'm, I'm a musician, and I really wanted to be a, a, into that uh, part of, of, of Seattle, uh, but it just didn't work out. But marketing has been there for me right there all the way uh, in the tech scene here so far. So tell me about Aqualon. We are an IT consulting company based in Bellevue, and we have uh, offices all over the world. So we work in IT consulting, and uh, here in Seattle, we're working with uh, Microsoft a lot and a lot of the other uh, uh, companies that are, are well-known, but we can't actually say. Uh, uh, we worked with the Seattle Seahawks on some, on some really cool uh, machine learning uh, capabilities that keep players from becoming injured. Uh, it's it's sort of a predictive analysis sort of thing. So what's it like being a part of a a company here in Seattle working on sports technology? It's really fun because we're we're able to get into that industry a little bit as well. Tomorrow, uh, here at the GeekWire Sports Tech Summit, we are exhibiting some of our our new technology that we've been creating with the Microsoft HoloLens. So we're using the mixed reality or augmented reality technology that they've created, and we've made a, a golf game. So if you stop by the Aqualon table tomorrow, uh, you'll be able to wear the HoloLens uh, device on your, on your head, and we have a, a phone that, that connects to the HoloLens, and you can play golf right there on the floor of the conference, of the summit here at, at CenturyLink, because we're able to make a virtual golf course on the real world, and you'll be able to play it right there. And what's the best part about Seattle, and how does it help you in your role as marketing sports technology? Just a drive in tech. I mean, you have so many, just just being back in a, an atmosphere uh, where it's, it's so driven to make the best stuff, and showcase what we can do is very exciting and all of the companies here are doing that and that's just driving the whole technology industry uh, across the world i mean it feels like that's what i'm a part of right now because i didn't know about augmented reality last year at this time i mean it just came out apparently uh, a year and a half ago but i had no idea until i started working for aquilon and now that i'm a part of that it feels like i am on the cutting edge of something really special. And I don't feel I could be, a, be able to get that anywhere else except for maybe San Francisco or, or New York. Any concluding thoughts on sports tech here in Seattle and Aqualon's role in it? I think that uh, we are moving forward in sports tech in a really interesting way, especially with predictive analytics, machine learning, and big data. So what can we gather uh, as far as player information, uh, their heart rate, their, you know, injuries, you know, their agility. What can we gather to make the best decisions, not only for player health, but also to make decisions at game time? So what do the coaches need to make the best decisions to win those games and to keep their players healthy? And I feel like Aquilon is doing a really good job 
with that, especially from last week with their work with the Seattle Seahawks uh, and, and upcoming work that we're doing. I feel like we're right there on the cutting edge. Jeremiah, thank you for joining me today. I appreciate your time and perspective. Thank you. Next up, Eliav Cohen shares an unlikely story of how a local tech company is incidentally revolutionizing a worldwide sport. I am here at the GeekWire Sports Tech Summit with Eliav Cohen. Uh, he is a professional hot air balloon pilot. You don't see too many of these. Uh, Eliav, thank you for joining me today. Absolutely. Uh, why don't you start by telling me a little bit about yourself? So I am a uh, commercial and a competitive hot air balloon pilot. And so I fly actually right here, right in front of Mount Rainier in good old Seattle. And how did you get into this? So the CEO of the company that I used to work for back in college had a hot air balloon. And I ended up winning a sales contest. So he took out of 3,000 people, I was number seven. So he took me up on a hot air balloon. I fell in love. And after we landed, he shared a 1997 Silver Oak bottle of wine which was the 100-point wine from that year. And we smoked a Cuban cigar, and I said, I want your life. <laughs> and what's the best part about being a professional hot air balloon pilot? Oh, man. The absolute best part about being a hot air balloon pilot is being able to come over a river like the Green River or Lake Taps and fly inches above the water and just barely touching the bottom of the basket and floating right at treetop and seeing eagles and being able to pick pine cones off the trees. And so tell me about the, prof most people aren't familiar with the uh, professional hot air ballooning. What's the circuit like and what, what sport is it most comparable to? Sport hot air ballooning has been really, really getting very hot these days with competitions. You know, it's kind of similar to almost like biking, right? You've got all these people from all over the world that are, that are there to compete. And with competition hot air ballooning, you're pretty much trying to get to a look to 10 or five or 10 different targets. Right, so you're either taking a beanbag with a streamer on the end, swinging it out and throwing it at this giant X, or sometimes they have po poles and you actually take a ring and put it right over the pole. So there's been times where there's been six or seven balloons in a roll, row that'll all literally put that ring on the pole. It's a extremely competitive. Now they have the World Air Games, uh, where people do this all over the world, including even in Dubai. There's also different competitions like longest flight uh, on like 40 gallons of fuel. There's all a bunch of other fun contests, but these have been happening since the 1970s. You know, ballooning started in the late 60s, and ever since the first hot air hot air balloon pilots, people were competing of trying to get to the exact spot that they wanted to. And how many professional hot air balloonists are there in the country? So in the world, there are a total of 4,000 pilots uh, here in Seattle, just in all of Washington. I believe that there's seven commercial pilots. And we're here at a sports tech summit. Yeah, so as far as with sports tech, it's really for both using iPads and different, um, different technologies like Motion X that allow you to be able to track your flight easily. But one of the things that I've been using is a local company called Glimpse that actually allows my crew who's following me on the ground to track me. So if I go down into a valley or behind a hill or a tree, he doesn't have to wonder where I am, and he can literally see my direction and speed to be there right when I land. And so what has this local company meant to you as a hot air balloon pilot? Uh, it's day and night because on a fast landing or in a tricky situation, if there's a little bit of funky wind or power lines that are close, I need to do a drop line and my crew needs to be right there and then. And the glimpse allows my crew to be there exactly when I need them. It's the difference of about five minutes. What did you do before glimpse? Yeah, before that, I literally used walkie-talkies, assuming I charged them. <laughs> um, otherwise, it's just line of sight, and you just call them on your cell phone at the end and hope they can find you. What has Glimpse meant to you professionally? How has that helped you 
Uh, have you seen an improvement since using it? Yeah, actually, I also use it while I'm flying. I actually connect my iPad directly to my upright, and I'm able to see both the wind speed and the direction I'm going because it keeps track at all the different heights. So it actually helps me be able to have better control of the balloon at all times, especially when doing any type of competition. And so how did you discover Glimpse? It was on a random blog that some other hot air balloon guy had. He says, hey, you should use Glimpse to track your flight. And I was randomly in downtown Seattle. I was getting some ice cream at Kurt, uh, at Kurt Ice Cream down in uh, Capitol Hill. And all of a sudden I saw a sign that said Glimpse. And I literally stalked them four or five different times until the door finally opened up. And I just walked in their office um, and started chatting with them. And I just said, it's literally the greatest product I've ever had for ballooning because it's made all the difference for me. And so where is Seattle in terms of when people think of hot air balloons and hot air balloon uh, professional competitions? Pretty much at zero. So in order to do any competitions, you pretty much have to go outside of Seattle. Uh, it's mostly on the, on the East Coast and all over the South, especially out in uh, Phoenix and out in New Mexico. We have a thriving tech scene here and we have a thriving sports tech scene. Anything you would like to see out of the talented people of Seattle? I'm really excited to see some augmented and virtual reality overlays come out in sports. Um, not just for sports because I'd enjoy to watch it, but I really would love to see the airspace while I'm flying, know exactly where I'm at, my wind speed and everything without having to look at an iPad. And that's really the future of both competition and of the, and the future of pe people really being able to enjoy the sport. Uh, any concluding thoughts? Uh, I would just say, hey, if you're ever nervous about going to a hot air balloon because you're scared of heights, it is, there is literally nothing better than looking out in Mount Rainier, seeing the entire Puget Sound, and seeing downtown Seattle, and even the remnants of, uh, of, uh, of volcanoes. That's it. There's nothing better. Eliav, thank you very much for joining me. I appreciate your time and perspective. Absolutely. Thank you. That is all for today's special episode of Seattle Growth Podcast. Do you have an opinion to share about sports tech in Seattle? Reach out to me on Twitter, at Prof Shulman. Still to come on Seattle Growth Podcast, Season 3, you will hear how much Seattle is changing, what is driving these changes, and how your fellow community members are reacting to them. Also, I've had so much fun learning about how a new or renovated arena would affect you and life in this city. I've gotten to share what I've learned with Aaron Levine on TV, Cue It Up Sports, and with Dave Softy Mahler on KJR Sports Radio, Tom Glasgow on Como Radio, and Todd Bishop and Taylor Soper on GeekWire Radio. And I can't forget the opportunity to be written about in the Evergrey newsletter and in the Seattle Times. With all the excitement listeners and I share for the topic, there may be an opportunity for more special episodes prior to Season 3. In fact, today's guest, Todd Humphrey, was also a member of the Mayor's Key Arena Advisory Panel, in addition to being a former NHL player. He shared his insight into the process and his thoughts on Key Arena versus a Soto Arena in an interview that will appear in another special episode of Seattle Growth Podcast, coming soon. So subscribe to Seattle Growth Podcast in iTunes so you don't miss a single episode. Until next time, I'm Jeff Shulman, and I thank you for listening to Seattle Growth Podcast.